Welcome to the Clear Bible Podcast. My name is Dan Chikazian, and I'm excited to be talking with you today about who Jesus is, what he did, and where he is today. And we're going to be looking for the answers to these three questions in the pages of the New Testament. So let's get right to it. We're going to begin in John chapter 1. Who is Jesus? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him, not one thing was created that has been created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world, John writes. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, John writes, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is himself God and is at the Father's side. He has revealed him. So in answer to the question, who is Jesus, we see from this passage that Jesus is the Son of God who created all things, who entered into his creation, who was not recognized by some, but believed on by others, and who revealed God to us. Jumping over to Colossians chapter 1, we read Paul writing in verse 15 that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the ruler over all creation, for everything was created by him. Who is Jesus? He is the creator. John says it, and here Paul says it. Everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. This is who Jesus is, the Son of God who created all things. Now, what did he do? Well, Paul continues on in Colossians chapter 1 here in verse 19. It says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus, and through Jesus to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace 
through Christ's blood shed on the cross. So what did Jesus do as the Son of God who is the creator of all things? What he did was, according to Paul, is he made peace with God possible. Jesus made peace with God possible. Now, how did he do this? Well, jump over with me to Philippians chapter 2. And in verse 6 we read that Jesus, who existed in the form of God from eternity past, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had become a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. This is what Jesus did. He humbled himself. He became a man and he allowed himself to be put on a cross for our sins. Second Corinthians chapter 5 in verse 21 says, Be reconciled to God. See, God made the one, namely Jesus, who did not know sin, to be sin for us, so that in Jesus, we, you and I, might become the righteousness of God. So who is Jesus? The Son of God, the creator of all things. And what did he do? He came into the world by humbling himself and becoming a man to make peace with God possible, to make reconciliation with God possible by allowing himself to be put on a cross to pay the penalty for our sins. Jesus substituted himself for us. He never sinned. We are sinners. He died for us in our place so that we could be set free, so that we could be forgiven, so that we could be made holy by the blood that he shed for us. This is what Jesus did for us. And it says in Colossians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, it says that God raised Jesus from the dead. And God erased the certificate of debt with its obligations that were against you and me and opposed to us. And God took it away by nailing it to the cross of Christ. And God disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. 
He triumphed. He triumphed over them in Christ. You see, God took away all our sins by nailing them to the cross of Jesus Christ. This is what this is what Jesus did. This is who he is, the son of God who created all things, and what he did, he humbled himself, became a man, was nailed to a cross so that God could forgive us for all of our sins. The just and holy God crucified his son so that you and I could be forgiven, so that you and I could be reconciled to him. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22, we read that Jesus Christ has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers in subjection to him. Jesus Christ, having become a man, coming into his own creation, humbling himself, allowing himself to be crucified for our sins, all according to the plan and purpose of God so that we could be saved, was raised back to life again and has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he says that he passed on to the church as most important what he himself also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and that Jesus appeared having been raised to life to Peter then to the 12 then he appeared to over 500 brothers and sisters at one time most of them at that time that Paul was writing were still alive but some had died then Jesus appeared to James then to all the apostles Last of all, as to one born at the wrong time, Jesus appeared to Paul. Jesus appeared to Paul from heaven. Because Jesus, as it says in 1 Peter chapter 3, has gone into heaven. And in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, we read that, Jesus is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. Jesus is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them at God's right hand. Where is Jesus today? He is in heaven at God's right hand in a position of power and authority. What does this mean for us? Well, for the believer in Jesus today, we read in Colossians 
chapter 3, verses 1 and following. If you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on things of the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Seek the face of Christ, who's at the right hand of God, who loves you and is able to save you completely because Jesus is talking to God the Father about you today. Jesus says in John chapter 14, he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If not, I would have told you. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. Jesus told, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. As a believer, you can know today that you have a glorious future waiting for you, one which Jesus is preparing for you. And when he returns, you will appear with him. Now, to the unbeliever who's listening to me today, my encouragement for you is to repent of your sins and to put your faith in the Son of God who humbled himself and who loves you and who came to this world to die for your sins on a cross. He was raised to life and he's at the right hand of the Father and there's no other way to God except through him. And it says in Hebrews chapter 3 verses 7 and 8 Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Watch out so that there won't be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. And I say this because in Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, we read that God has highly exalted Jesus. And has given him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Some people will not bow until a future date, at which point it's too late to be forgiven for sins. Bow your knee to Jesus today. Open your heart to him today. Thank him for his forgiveness. Paul continues, he says that every tongue will confess confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. If you don't believe in Jesus or haven't up until this point in time, my encouragement for you today 
is to say something to him like this. Lord Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God who created all things. I believe you came into the world and humbled yourself by becoming a man and that you never sinned, but that you died on the cross for my sins so that my sins could be nailed there with you on the cross so that I could be forgiven. I believe that you were buried and I believe that you rose again the third day. I believe that you appeared to many and I believe that you were raised and ascended into heaven and that you entered heaven and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And I believe that as I come to you now in faith, asking you for your forgiveness for my sins, I believe that you were able to save me from my sins and that you are able to bring me to where you are for all eternity into your glorious heaven. I believe these things and I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me for my sins. Thank you, Lord. I ask you to come into my heart and life now. Jesus says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Open the door of your heart and life. If you're a believer or not, open the door of your heart and life to Jesus and let him come in. Who is Jesus? He is the Son of God who created all things. What did Jesus do? He became a man and died for our sins. Where is Jesus today? Because he rose back to life, he ascended into heaven to God's right hand. And he is offering us salvation from our sins. Worship Jesus, the Son of God, who is our Savior and be reconciled to God through him.